Yeah. It's so hard. It's so crazy to listen to because it just like doesn't sound anything like contemporary rap music. It doesn't even sound like Eminem. Yeah. Like when I hear like Eminem's new stuff, I'm like, what the fuck is this yeah. shit? <laughs> Yo, they were always chicks making orgasm sounds on tracks back in this era. Man, West Coast, man. West Coast, man. <laughs> yeah, this is so cool. That like sax sample. Yeah. And that organ part. Yeah, the organ part is really good, man. It sounds like Farfisa organ. <laughs> Bat. So, like, really simple in the elements, right? Yeah. Just popping drums, bass, playing yeah. like a disco, and that sax thing, or whatever it is. Yeah. It almost sounds like his voice sampled. I couldn't find anything about it. That's how I learned about the word ovulating. Nice. Yeah, Eminem, teacher. Couldn't look that up on your phone back then. <laughs> Not on phone, hell no. You had to get on that dial-up. No, world book. Ah, I a crack open an encyclopedia. World book. <laughs> Fuck you, Debbie. <laughs> also, like, this kind of weird heart, like... This part's cool. Yeah. It's like very, like, Dracula organ. It's pretty out of tune, which... I, used to be pretty characteristic of hip-hop. Yeah. And like, just would, just doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. Because no. of auto-tune. Or it's like, it's out-of-tune because they like ripped it off YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in between. My bit rate is... Right, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they were recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to us. I thought about trying to do that whole intro in the Eminem voice. (laughs) (laughs) Today we are discussing Without Me by Eminem. It was released on May 14th, 2002 and shot to the top of the charts in 15 countries. Yeah, It's the first single off the now classic album entitled The Eminem Show. And I remember somehow knowing this album would be a classic even before it came out. Right. It just sort of was like, he that last LP he did, which I think it was called the Marshall Mathers LP, was just like such a pop culture moment where it was like angry yeah. people yeah. are here. Yeah. And then this album came out and it was like his return, return and it was just huge right off the bat. Yeah. And it sort of like got more and more popular Absolutely. over the years. Absolutely. Like it didn't seem like he could get more popular than when he released this song. But then like by the time like Cleaning Out My Closet came around. That and was then massive. Lose wow. Yourself. Yeah, that was that's probably the mm-hmm. pinnacle with the and movie. The movie and and yeah. it was just like, how the fuck is this guy so famous? And I, that was like the first question I wanted to ask you. Like, why do you think Eminem's like anger was so marketable at that time? What year is this? This one came out in 2002. Yes, yeah, like yeah, I think it's also like this is also the height of like a lot of crunk music. Yeah, yeah. So like and and or right before kind right of. before, but it was feel good music. Yeah. Like gangster music was like in the 90s with mm-hmm. like Tupac and Biggie and you know, NWA and all these guys and then it softened up and got into like party music, feel yeah. good music. And Eminem kind of came kind of from left field with like this like pop accessible angry music yeah yeah oh that's a really good way to put it like it's not like because there was obviously anger music yeah yeah you could find angry music anywhere but this was popular culturally acceptable angry music and and i think like a lot of his a lot of his records are like anger and negative feelings directed at himself 
and yeah. then also like at people in his life or made up characters. But this like side of Eminem that we get in like without me. And then also in songs like the real slim shady is really relatable. Right. Cause it's like anger directed at pop culture. Exactly. Which I thought that's like the funniest thing. Like he talks shit about like, who's the, like in the song. There's so you like, I mean, we heard Dick Cheney, Dick in Cheney, there. Moby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you're just calling shots, you know, Dick Cheney's wife didn't, didn't like the song. Yeah. I can imagine. She called Eminem despicable. It is horrible. This is dreadful. This is shameful. This is awful. Didn't her didn't her husband like shoot some dude quail hunting? <laughs> yeah, it was an accident. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? right. <laughs> Turning now to our throwback three. That's a quick look at some of the other noteworthy stories from this week in history. Thirteen years ago today, Vice President Dick Cheney shot his hunting buddy in the face. Look at that headline. Duck, it's Dick. Cheney was quail hunting with Harry Whittington in Texas when he accidentally fired a shotgun, not realizing it was pointed at Whittington. Needless to say, this was an embarrassing distraction for the White House. Cheney called it one of the worst days of his life. Thankfully, Whittington did recover from this. <laughs> um, this song, Without Me, was produced by Eminem, Jeff Bass, and DJ Head. So interesting that it's cool. not a Dr. Dre Eminem wow, track. because Dre's in the video. Yeah, but it sounds like a Dr. Dre inspired kind yeah. of thing because it's really simple. Dr. Dre probably has like executive production yeah, on like the whole album. Yeah, I'm sure he probably has like a piece of Eminem's publishing. Every, like, yeah. So, yeah. The whole way. He's also making the headphones. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I listened to the song on like, a, on like a, on Beats headphones. I was like, damn, like Dr. Dre is such a part of the music listening experience now and such a like inception type way yeah like oh i'm gonna be the a sick producer and sick engineer and sick rapper and then it's like that's not enough for me i'm gonna make the device yeah i mean well it was it was literally like a layup play like mp3 yeah. players were starting to get fucking huge mm-hmm. and the market was just wide open for like someone to claim the designer headphone yeah. space and he just saw it and jimmy Iveen saw it and they just leapt on it Do you and, think eminem like like feels some type of way about beats like you think he likes them yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he has, he has an opinion, you know. I don't know anything about Eminem's life really after this record. Yeah. The only thing I know about him is he has his own studio in his house. Yeah. It's obviously amazing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to work with him, you have to go there. Yeah. Sounds That's cool. That's the way it is. He's a great producer. Yeah. Like, I think, like, you always read things about Eminem being, like, low-key one of the best rapper producers. Yeah. Like, everyone's always like, Eminem's got the best sounds, which I always think is, like, a funny thing. I never think about him like yeah. that. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's cool to, like, work with hip-hop producers that aren't, like, as widely known. Yeah. Maybe that's how these guys, you know, find these cool and interesting different beats. Yeah, because you're, if you're, like... Working with Jeff Bass and DJ Head and Eminem, like that's not going to be like the same sound that like Master P and yeah. like the No Limit Records was like going for. Plus, we also have to really think about like what hip hop production was back then. Like, there yeah. really wasn't computers. Like, y- as a producer, mm-hmm. like what you like, whatever floppy disks you had, yeah, those were your sounds, and that's all you fucking had, or you needed to sample shit live. That was gonna say it's crazy to hear a hip hop song without 808s. Yeah. I was like, damn, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It sounds so weird. Like literally like the, you, and that's why rap producers were so big and important at this point in time because they completely claimed a position of the music industry, like production camp. Like if you wanted to sound like Dr. Dre, 
you had to go work with Dre. Yeah. Because he only had those sounds on his fucking floppy disk. There wasn't like a Dr. Dre there, beat stars no. like sample pack. Yeah, you like, couldn't download the Lex yeah. Luger yeah. <laughs> drum pack. Damn, that's the most legendary one. That's the most one. legendary one. Yeah, that is the fucking prime. It's the rate. one. Yeah. <laughs> Every Atlanta producer has the Lex Luger <laughs> snare. I love it. Gotta, we gotta throw that sound in right there. Yeah. But I mean, even, in, even not to get on a, on a tangent, yeah. even in Atlanta, you know, like there were so many different guys that had like particular sounds. Yeah, exactly. Within just Atlanta. And it's, it's cool. It's now it's completely different. Now it's like, how do you feel about Eminem um, being kind of like the classic rock of rap? I think it fits. Yeah. Yeah. I think it fits. And I think it fits because people that are our age remember like listening to that shit, like on the bus in third grade. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know, like we talked to our parents and be like, Oh yeah. I remember seeing Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I remember that I was in high school. That would be so funny, dude. I cannot wait to tell people like that about Eminem. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I did because my my youngest brother went and saw him at Music Midtown. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he's kind of old and not that great. I was yeah. like, uh, I was like, it's not the same. It's not you don't, the same, yeah. You don't understand what it was like. Yeah. So and, it's like now yeah. he's considered classic. I mean, the dude's been since then. I think 90s. I mean, I, fucking kids today probably, you know, who do you classic. Think, who do you think like says more words per minute Eminem when he's rapping on one of his like showing off tracks or Ben Shapiro well I mean I think that it, it sort of depends like <laughs> no, I, I go, I, I'm always so like hot and cold with Ben Shapiro I know we were talking about him the other day I mean I'm I'm super hot on him now speaking fast yeah I mean the dude's obviously the dude's obviously smart what someone should do is like you know how like they have like they'll have a video of Cardi B she's freaking out but some yeah. dude will do it on the piano and match oh her God. You mean somebody who like Someone reharms do, Ben Shapiro? But not even reharm. They should put like a rap beat and like line his like <laughs> his like. Maybe I should do that. I don't even know if, if Dawes can work that fast. Yeah, <laughs> that dude, would be cool. Like that would that, be cool. <laughs> ben Shapiro mixtape. That's all I've got for Eminem. I don't have anything else to say about yeah, this song. Yeah, I, mean, cool. I remember the music video, man. What he's like dressed as a superhero. He's dressed as I think Robin. Yeah, yeah, and Doctor Dre's in there. Also, I love the Opie Trice real name, no gimmicks. I think he was like setting, Eminem was setting up one of his boys who mm -hmm. was like on his label, mm -hmm. Opie Trice, to be mm -hmm. a big rapper. He never really like took off, but I feel like it's such a cool intro to this song. It's forever. Yeah, exa exactly. You know, it's forever. Like that'll be forever. You it's know? like a weird ad that he put at the top of his song that now is part of the art. And no, I like, I wonder how many people look up Opie Trice. Does yeah. kind of sound like a producer tag now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. This was before producer tags were. Yeah, because your production thing. was your tag. When did that happen? Oh, I guess they that, had that. When it became, oh, when, wow, when beats started look, sounding damn. the same. I'm telling, dude. You just blew my fucking mind yeah. with that. Your production was your tag. I you like didn't, that. Yeah, you didn't yeah. need to tag. That's fucking a Dre beat. That's a Timbaland beat. You know? Yeah. That's oh, a Zaytoven yeah. beat. You know, that's a, that's a Bangladesh beat. Polo <laughs> to Dawn. Like David Banner. Like yeah. all these dudes had a sound and that was their tag. Yeah, yeah. And then. And then Lex Luger. <laughs> fucking Lex Luger came out. <laughs> What is it? What do you? What is Lex Luger's deal? I don't know anything about him other than he's fucking just a trap. I don't know, man. Yeah. Trap producer. I don't know. I know he was like big on the Waka Flocka. Oh, that. Oh, right? oh. And also, I think he did um, hard in the motherfucking paint. 
Oh, one of the best clean versions ever. <laughs> yeah. Where there's whole like 10 seconds of like silence. Is it, could it, is, is there any clean version better than Kanye West? She ain't messing with no broke to broke. Oh, yeah. That's a good well, at least one. They, at least they kept something in there. Instead yeah, of just yeah. fucking the silence. silence. I know. <laughs> it's like in the bubble. Uh, NBA bubble where the, the, the they like a guy gets a rebound oh, and then you just hear silence yeah, for like yeah, ten yeah, seconds. Someone's cursed. Yeah, they, somebody need, it needs to be in there with an NPC like making a uh, lady orgasm sounds every time. <laughs> That's how we used to do it. Yeah, it's your beat tag. <laughs> Back when the producers were better and people played better defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>